With everyone's permission, Rosh Chodesh Tov. Adar Hashani. Today's Shi'or is dedicated to Eloi Nishmat Chanab HaShemuel, Shalom Ben Eliyahu, Zerubavet Ben Gabriel, Tzivya Bat Mashiach, Tamar Bat Mashiach, Yosef Ben Nisan, Yorah Bat Yitzchak, Sarah Bat Moshe, Yehuda Ben David, Yehuda Ben David, Benjamin Ben Yitzchak, Rinat Malka Bat Dan, Shimon Ben Mishael, Yitzchak Ben Shalomo, and for the Rufuah Shalema, Rachel Bat Chana, Shemuel Ben Rachel, Esther Bat Chana, Dan Ben Esther, Yehuda Ben Esther, Elma Rifana Laem. We are learning about Haggadah. So the first thing that comes to our minds when we think about Haggadah is Normal. Haggadah Shel Pesach. Is that on Pesach we read the Haggadah? So Pele Yoetz actually is going to get to that later. Okay. But he's going to start out with what does the word Haggadah mean? The idea of Haggadah is a story. Maybe, you know, like in the Magid, Talmud. Magid. Yeah, Magid, Ma- Magid is a person, he's telling a story. It's said in the context of narrative. A, a, a narrative, a story, a legend, uh, the Agadot of the Gemara. When every person learns Gemara, there's Gemara that you learn, which is an analysis of law, which is an analysis of what Halakha should be. But then there's also a lot of Agadita. Agadita are stories that the Gemara says that are either a type of explanation or commentary of the Torah or are teaching some kind of life lessons. The, and we're going to get into to learning about the, the Haggadot. So, do we have questions? No, we're questions? ready to go. We're ready to go? No, yes. I was asking what's the root word of Haggadah? What's the word what's of... The of Haggadah? Oh, a very, very good question. Uh, is someone who knows grammar? Anybody who knows Hebrew grammar? Unfortunately not. What's the Shorish of Haggadah? No? So the Shoresh is Neged. Nun, oh. The Shoresh uh, wow. is Nun Gimel Dalit. Is the, the, the Nun gets swallowed in the word Agada. That's why there's a, da, there's, a, there's a Dagesh in the Gimel. It's to show that there's a Nun that gets swallowed in the, in the beginning. And the Hagid is the, is the causative form. If I'm causing something to, to be, to yeah, tell. I'm telling, I'm causing something to be put in front of somebody. But uh, the Shoresh. This is one. If you want to ask somebody, if you want to test somebody on their Hebrew grammar, this is one of the. This wow. is This is one of those good word, good words wow. to, to test somebody. But the shorish is nun gimel dalit. Okay, so Haggadah. Zo achat me'adevarim hamo'ilim derech segula lechale pesha ulhatem chatat. So telling stories, inspiring stories as part of sermons. Uh, is one of the most useful tactics <laughs> that a person has, one of the most useful ways to help erase sin, to help erase wow. a person, to, to help a person and inspire a person to overcome their Yetzirahara. Stories are one of the most useful ways and the most relatable ways that people become inspired. Isn't that Rabbi main approach? He had a lot of stories in his Yeah, Rabbi was very, very well known for his stories. That he, um, that he would go to tell stories and sometimes he would give a shiurim in a place and he would, he would continue stories from one night to the next night. Wow. To that extent. So, when the Chacham sits and he gives a sermon and he's teaching Divrei Haggadah, he's telling over the stories and the legends of the Chachamim, Ve'omer Kaddish, and afterward you say Kaddish. Ve'onin acharav, Amen Yehe Shemer and everybody answers Amen Yehe Shemer to the Kaddish, which is after the Shi'ur. HaKadosh Baruch Hu mochel avonotihem shel Yisrael. Hashem forgives the avonot of the Jewish people. 
Kach Amur Rabotenu and these are the words of our Chachamim. This is what they said, that they said that, Hashem, that when the Jewish people say, to the Kaddish of the Agadah, to the Kaddish which came after the Shi'ur, that the Rabbi said, Hashem forgives all the, the Avonot of the Jewish people. Now, so we should listen to sermons. We should listen to sermons. We should listen to sermons. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We have to. Uh, the Torah continues. Yes, yes. yes. To do two kaddishes, but it's it, yes. Yeah, so I, I was thinking about this. We're going to talk about it, but essentially, the idea of that kaddish is almost the same because you're reading the uh, korbanot before it and you're saying Yehuda bin Tema. Yehuda bin Tema is itself another type of oh, Agada. So, so that counts as part of it. So we can count that for our shiur as well. And we'll, we'll talk about it soon. So now for sure, when it says all the Jewish peoples, I will not get forgiven. Oh, they're all included. That's it. Yeah. Okay. That's when the people are inspired. <laughs> <laughs> the rabbi is sure, <laughs> and they come out and they feel oh, I'm gonna be a different person now. I'm gonna be. Ah, if you're I'm, be better, no. I'm going to do tshuva. <laughs> it's not just well, saying well, the, well, the words. Yeah. Not just saying. Not just saying. That was a nice kick. <laughs> so this is the person no side kick. Doom. <laughs> So Hashem also is going to forgive. Uh, yeah, so it wasn't that a uh, person slept through the shiur and then. Yeah, Shomer. So, and of course, a person has to hear the shiur with love, with affection, with inspiration, with passion. And answer every amen and answer amen with kavana. This creates a great, so to speak, so to speak, a great pleasure to, to Hashem when Hashem sees this. The world stands on the Kaddish that they say after the Shi'ur. The world continues to exist. Because of, because of this Kaddish, because of the Kaddish which is said after the Shi'ur of the Rabbi. And even though, again, in our generation, yeah, there are very few people that know how to have Kavanah, that understand all the words of Kaddish, and then understand how to answer Amen, but it's still powerful. This is 200 years ago. They're saying that they, have, they, cannot, they, don't, have, they don't have the proper Kavanah. Wow. But, Hopefully, but still, the Kaddish is powerful, and still, Hashem forgives the Avonot. And therefore, there's a minhag across all of the Jewish people. It happens to be that, for some reason, nowadays, Ashkenazim don't do it. I have no idea. He says in his time that it's the minhag of all the Jewish people. But the Sfaradim do it. We're careful. Every time you have a divrei Torah, every time you learn Torah, you say Torah you see, Rabbi Chanania ben Akashi Omer. You say, Rabbi Chanania ben. You invite Rabbi Chanania to the room. Rabbi Chanania ben Akashi Omer. Atzah Kadosh Baruch Hu Lezakor Yisrael. What does it mean? How come? He's actually going to. He's actually going to quote it soon. But it's one of the only things that he said. Some say that Rabbi Chanania ben Akashi didn't have children, and therefore they they brought his name in order to to say Kaddish. Um, every time, but it's an example of an agada. It's an example of one of the stories and drashot 
of the Chachamim that you can say, and right afterward you're allowed to say Kaddish. So we give the Shi'ur, and in case for some reason the, the Rabbi in the Shi'ur, he did say Divrei Torah, but in case he got too into the story and didn't really share any words of Torah when they were telling the story. So we had Rabbi Chanayna ben Akash Yalomer, and then you say Kaddish after it. First, yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's the insurance, you know? The same way they say that after the end of the meal, you say, You say yes. the words whenever you wash my In case we didn't say Divrei Torah, we have Divrei Torah. We said, we said Divrei Torah at the meal. For some reason, I, I don't understand. I don't know why Ashkenazim don't do it. I don't know why they don't say the Kaddish. The Gemara says that it's the most powerful Kaddish. Did the most ask, powerful Kaddish of all the, of the Kaddish. Anyway, he also he doesn't understand. He said, I don't know why uh, Ashkenazim is going to, after a shiur, the Gemara says that it's the most, the world stands on this Kaddish. It's the most powerful Kaddish. He said in Yerushalayim, he said they used to sell it. And he, the, the oh, rabbi wow. would give a shiur. He said, I remember Elvari Yosef when he gave a shiur. After the shiur, they would sell the Kaddish, the, the, the rights to say this Kaddish. They would do a kavosh. Just don't say it to the Mashadis because they're going to find another way to. Mashadis are Kaddish obsessed. No, so for this Kaddish, it would be one person who would say it. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have uh, everyone say it. So, Because it is something that tugs on the heart of people. Min uh, Kodamoi, that it was it was put in front of them and it draws them. The the this, when a person hears stories, you you think you put yourself in the shoes in the, in the of the person that the story is happening to. Wow. And, so that's how you feel. And that makes it relatable to a person. Sometimes when you when you teach just the law or you you teach straight what it says, but there's no person involved. And there's no actual person in the uh, in the story. It's a, it's a little bit more difficult to relate to. A person has to make an extra effort in order to understand it and to the story relate. Story becomes to it. an example. But when you think of a person and you think of a story that's happening to a person, that's something that uh, that any person immediately relates to that because you can put yourself in the shoes of the person as if you were in the story. So So they have the ability to inspire a person uh, usually much more powerfully and much more closely. This is the, the power of a story in that, in that it draws us. The It can bring a person to, to fear Hashem. It can bring a person to love Hashem. And you, you can tell somebody to love Hashem. You can tell somebody to fear Hashem. But if you tell a story of somebody who was inspired by his love of Hashem in order to do it's a mitzvah, more of an example. that's more of an example that will inspire somebody. As opposed to just, uh, just saying, Here's your instructions. You have to love God. It's an inspiration. Yes, it's an inspiration. So Tzeilmad, and also go and learn Mehagadazo. Let's let's talk about Rabbi Chananya. Let's talk about Rabbi Chananya. What did Rabbi Chananya say? Sheomer, Sheratzah Kadosh Baruch Hu lezakot et Yisrael efichach ibanu Torah mitzvot. That God loved the Jewish people, and therefore He gave us many mitzvot. He gave us 613 commandments. Zo ahava gedola v'tovah gedola sheim kamor. There is no greater love than that. 
that a person can fulfill all of the 613 mitzvot, or a person has an opportunity, has 613 avenues, chances, chances. 613 highways to God, so to speak. Hashem did not just, so the Rambam explains in, uh, in his Perusha Mishnayot, the Rambam explains that Hashem gave, Hashem did not limit us, Hashem didn't create just one way. You do this one mitzvah, you can be close to Hashem. You don't do this one mitzvah, any of these, you can't. Any of because these. people by nature are different from each other. Not every, and yes, we should fulfill all of them, but even if there's one mitzvah that a person does in complete wholeness, they achieve a place in Olam Abba. They have a place in Olam Abba. Amen. And that's where the Rambam gives the example. Wow. Uh, Rabbi Hananiah ben Teradion. Rabbi Hananiah ben Teradion. He asked Rabbi Yosef ben Kisma. We have this in our Tiraka book. This is in our. Uh, we put this in our. Rabbi Hananiah ben Teradion. He asks the elder Rabbi Yosef ben Kisma before he passed away. Do I have any mitzvot that I should earn a place in Olam Abba? Can you imagine? The rabbi says, Do I have it? So he said, Do you have Do you have any mitzvah for which you should earn a place in the world to come? So Rabbi Hananiah ben Teradion says to him. Yeah, I actually do. I had one, I'll tell you one story. You know, I was collecting tzedakah. Rabbi Hanina ben Teradion was the gabai. The Gemara says, the Gemara says, the Gemara says that you don't pick a gabai unless he's trustworthy, like Rabbi Hanina ben Teradion. So he has, I had this one story that I was collect, I collected money for Purim, for the poor people. And a little bit of my own money that I was going to use for my Purim meal got mixed into the money. Of the uh, that I collected for the poor from Matanot Levionim, and um, I said, you know what, you know nobody knew about it or anything, but I said, you know what, I'm just gonna give all of it to the poor. I'm just gonna give all of it to Matanot Levionim. And Rabbi Yosef and Kisma said, wow, if that's true, let my portion in Olam Haba be just like your portion, like your portion. Then he was about to pass away. He said, let my portion be as great as yours. So the Rambam asks, it's his commentary on this Mishnah, on Rabbi, on Rabbi Hananiah. He, the Rambam asks, what? I don't get it, what's the big deal? I mean, like, you know, you give a tzedakah, like, how much does a person spend on his pouring meal? How much is there? What, $100, $200, $300? So a little bit, $200 of money got mixed in to the tzedakah money, and he said, okay, you know what, I'm just going to give all of it to tzedakah. That, Rabbi Yosef and Kisma said, let my portion in the world to come be just like his portion? So what's the answer? The Rambam says that this is an example of completing a mitzvah in the most pure form possible. Now, Rabbi Hanani said that all it takes if a person wants to achieve Olam Haba, get to Olam Haba, is do one mitzvah in the most pure form possible without deriving any benefit from it. And in this case, Rabbi Hanani he had nothing to gain. He was already the Gabai, Right. He had collected tzedakah from other people. No, yeah, no, nobody knew that this money <laughs> was <laughs> was going. They are afraid. They are afraid. They are afraid. You want to borrow the tzedakah pouch for this? He got a piece of money. Yeah, But nobody, nobody would know that this money was coming from him. He was giving tzedakah to the poor people. What did the poor people think? The people said, "Oh, he's collecting from other people. He collected from other people." So he passed this test of. His money got mixed in and nobody would know that that money would ever come from him and yet he gave all of it to Tzedakah. 
So with that one mitzvah, it's performing one mitzvah in the most pure and complete way possible. Okay, Bezrat Hashem. We're going to continue we tomorrow. Together, yeah. Don't, don't forget that. Together. Have a don't wonderful forget, day. Happiest Rosh Chodesh. Don't forget the Kaddish. Please, don't forget us. Bye-bye.